0: Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast. Here from the Bills backers of Chicago, Illinois, well, a happy Thanksgiving to everybody in Bills Nation. A lot to be thankful for today, not least of which a 9-3 record following today's 26-15 rout of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Lars. Joining me today, the president of the Bills backers of Chicago, Sujit, is here.
1: Greetings from Grandma's house, and uh, what I, I've worn the same clothes for every win that we've ever owned, and I'm never going to take
0: them off. Good thinking, and yes, it is a little bit of a lo-fi episode today. We were inspired by our good friends at Buffalo Bills, maybe next year, to do a remote pod here during the holiday, and so joining us in this scrum for the full episode, it's going to be an abbreviated episode, no segments or anything. But joining us today for the full thing, jamming Jeff Day all the way down there in Houston, Texas.
2: Well, privilege, boys. We are the hunted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are the hunted. Find us online. Just search for Bills and Beers. Subscribe to the podcast and tell everybody in Bills Nation how you found us. Folks, we're not even going to break today. We're just going to get right into it. Sooj, we're going to start with you. There was a lot to be excited about in this game. We're going to get through all of it because uh, we don't want to deprive our listeners. But it wasn't all pretty. It was mostly pretty. Again, we've been saying that the last couple of weeks. It was mostly pretty. But I'm going to start with you. you Jenny Creamel Bummer of today's contest.
1: All right. Uh, this is this is a difficult one to give out, um, but because I can't really find someone that was was you know putrid. Maybe if you guys will jog my mind, because uh, you know I just got finished and now I got the tryptophan working. I got you know like the turkey in my brain. I had some carbs and my my mind is gone. All I can feel is the warm glow of a Bills win in nine and three. Um, but I suppose if I have to give to someone just to piss you guys off, maybe I'll give it to Andre Roberts because I oh, felt like me. we could have done more <laughs> <in> the <original laughs> oh, game against the, against the worst <laughs> special teams unit in the NFL. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm also, also a little underwhelmed with... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I actually have someone that I actually Don't want to take one. give. Me. I was joking because I knew you guys would kill me, and I've already made that mistake two weeks in a row. But uh, no, I actually want to give this one to um, Jordan Phillips. Um, mm. So uh, great player. Really happy he's on our team. Really hope we re-sign him. But he had two really boneheaded penalties uh, that uh, you know either resulted in points or resulted in drives being sustained. And uh, that's that is just not, that's, that's not the way this team is going to win. Um, and, and, and that's, that, that he was, yeah, that was, a, that's an easy one. That's actually the only person that I thought of this game that I was like, oh, he's pissing me off.
0: Well, you should have quit while you were ahead because I would have given you your Andre Roberts moment this time around <laughs> because yeah, he didn't really do much today. And I thought this was the game where he had a big opportunity to make a splash, but oh, well, maybe next week, Jeff coming to you now. I got, I got two things I want to say. I want to see if you touch on either of them, but you're Jenny Creemale bummer of today's game.
2: Sure. And, and like you said, hard, hard much to complain about in a, in a Thanksgiving Day 9-3 and victory. Um, but if I have to give out a Jenny Creamale, um which I will, the one player that I'll identify, I thought it was pretty, pretty obvious here, um, is Steve. Um, and, you know, uh, four points off the board with a missed, uh, missed field goal, excuse me, a missed extra points, um, as well as a missed 50-yarder. I think that brings him to, to 0-8. Uh, for over fifty yards this season, or maybe one of it. Um, you know, and, and thankfully we got a we got a good doink. We got a d- good doink on the uh, on the one field goal. But uh, so you know, not a great day for Steven Hauschka. Still a little nerve wracking there, especially in good conditions inside the dome. So that's what I would give my cream out to.
0: Oh, that's definitely one of the two names that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to bring up. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. And I actually forgot that the one that he got through was a doinker. Uh, he didn't even get it in cleanly, and it was it was not a long kick. So I I put it on Twitter today during the game, and I think it's clear. We have a kicker problem. Uh, this guy is now probably, statistically speaking, I didn't look at it before we went live, and we'll have to see it after the rest of the Week 13 game shakeout. I think probably statistically the worst kicker in the league now. Uh, I'm giving mine, though. I mentioned this at uh, in, the, in the later part of the game, and I went on a little bit of a tangent talking about it. Uh, after last week's game. But it, it will tie into, I'm sure, our the Bat Blue MVP later, just like it did last week. But um, running the ball on first and second down, uh, it's not working that great. And thank God we have a quarterback in Josh Allen who was making great decisions and incredible throws a lot on third down today. But we could have spared ourselves a lot of heart attack third down plays if we were not getting negative two yards, getting stuff at the line of scrimmage on a pretty regular basis on first and second down. And I know against the Browns, everybody wanted to get Devin Singletary going and give him the ball, feed him the rock. And it's just not working. We're much better when we pass on first down. And even when we get to like second and two, we can't seem to run for a first down. And it's very, very frustrating.
1: I do think it's a little strange. You know, the, my only issue is that um, occasionally on first down we get seven yards, right? Um, and then we, we definitely, when we try and run the second down, second and short has been a disaster. Is, it was my general feeling. Um, either we lose yardage on second down when we had second and manageable. I, I would really have loved to see more play action on second and short, um, especially with the way that Josh was throwing today um but you know we we did commit to the run we i'm looking right now we have uh 14 plus nine plus one yards uh sorry uh, so the 24 uh running plays not including josh allen running um and so i mean i think that we we did commit to that um then that's you know so it's it's pretty balanced right so that's uh 24 runs not including josh allen plus 25 passes 24 passes from josh allen
0: well, um, and Josh so, Allen did have a couple design runs today, which were equally not successful. He was he did his best running today like he normally does when he was scrambling.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, and I just thought it was a little strange um, that, you know, so that, that was my only thing is that we were sometimes successful on first down. But then you're right. There was definitely situations where first and second down we did nothing. Um, and then suddenly we were at third and long. And man, isn't it incredible? I mean, I know you'll talk about it Labat at blue that. These, these third and long plays that, that Josh Allen is just able to convert. Uh, it's just incredible. Now, does anyone else think that there was something in the freaking water in, in, in Jerryville or whatever they call it uh, that was keeping kickers from doing? I mean, the, the Dallas kicker was a hot mess too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, there was like, I, I don't think I've ever seen um, the flag on. First of all, why do they have a flag on top of the, uh, the <laughs> field goal marker? Yeah, great Dallas? question. It's like, I don't really understand what the purpose is. Like, what is, does everyone just start blowing in one direction? Is like that one, you get a win. It so, must
0: be um, in like the, the league standards, right? I mean, like it, 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 it you you must stipulate like, you stuff. have to have orange strips of 18 inches. You know, it's got to be something like that because well, right, it makes no sense.
2: I mean, Sujit, I think they flashed a stat up when the Cowboys kicker was attempting his first or second. Field goal from 47 yards that he hasn't been good yeah the, well that he's missed i think i think i think the stat was he's missed five of his last six attempts between 40 and 49 um and then he proceeded to shank it to the left although i, I guess it was tipped by star i'm not sure if that if the that first the one was the shank to the the shank to the right was definitely not ah okay um, yeah you're right
1: but so yeah i mean i just it's uh, cassie was giving house got a hard time i was like Really, guys? I'm not really sure that – or so he, she, was giving, she was giving the Cowboys kicker a hard time, and I was like, well, I don't know if I need to really say anything good, about, good or bad about a kicker right now.
0: Well, I mean, it's been a kind of a crazy year all around. We benefited greatly from, what, four missed field goals in the Titans game, and I just saw today that the Patriots are, are bringing in kickers off the scrap heap, and uh, I think the Jets are on their third kicker this year, so maybe just it's a, it's a bad time to be kickers. But let's not talk about boring stuff. Let's not talk about everything we wish would have gone better. Let's talk about everything that did go great because this was arguably the biggest Bills regular season win in 15 years, the first yeah. time we've gotten to nine wins before the month of December in 25 years. I don't know. I'm sure all these numbers will have since come out. But let's not forget, this was, this was a big game in a big spot, and the giant question marks next to this team um, were – Erased tonight with the whole world watching. So, Jeff, we'll start with you. You're the Bat Blue MVP of today's game.
2: Uh, this is exciting. <laughs> this is the exciting time of the pod, baby. We get to talk about several players that just did an outstanding job. Lots to choose from. I'm going to just start the conversation off with what, who I feel is the most obvious and, and, and worthy of, of significant praise, which is our franchise quarterback, Whoa. our leader of this team. We got it, Buffalo. It's Josh Allen. And he's now, yeah. played, he's now played probably his best three games in a row. Since the Patriots game, Josh has thrown 16 TDs to one interception. Um, and I think perhaps collectively going into this game, our biggest fear, our biggest concern was that, you know, Josh might, might on the big stage come out, be a little bit overwhelmed, throw a few picks, and we have to listen to a couple months of – Of the pundits saying that Josh Allen isn't going to make it. Instead. What did he do? I don't know if I've ever seen Josh look as. Look as composed.
0: As he has.
2: I mean his decision making today. Was everything that we would want. As Bills fans. He. He checked the ball down when needed. He pushed the ball down. He ran for first downs. Um, He looked composed. He really never threw a single ball into Jeopardy. That I can recall. No. Um, he looked outstanding and, and I'm so happy for him I mean obviously we're all happy for ourselves and for Bill's Nation and Bill's Mafia I'm so happy that Josh on in the together a game in which he can be universally um, and I'm just so happy that he did it he got to eat the d- drumstick at the end everything yeah. about it was was perfect and that was a great exclamation point he had a terrific game in a in a huge moment, Lars. You said it well. Biggest game regular season game for Buffalo in a long, long time. And we sat there throughout the entire game with full confidence in our boy Josh Allen.
0: Hundred percent. And Suje, I want you to respond to that as well. But I was screaming into the microphone last week. Are there are like are there questions about Josh Allen still? I mean, get out, get out. <laughs> nice. Thanksgiving <laughs> Thanksgiving evening, Sorry. everybody. Um, I mean, are, are there questions ball. about this guy anymore? I mean, like, what is like, what, what are people going to knock him for? He plays steady, consistent ball. He goes through for 80% completion percentage today. I mean, what else do you want from this guy at this point? And, you know, on the other side of the ball, Dak Prescott goes for 355 yards in a losing effort, and 300 yards still eludes Josh Allen, but who cares at this point? I mean, who cares? The guy is now um I mean, I mean, at one point they put up on the screen he was like 10 for his last 10 passes, and then on the 11th pass was a crazy good pass to Robert Foster when he could easily run for the first down. yeah, uh, that was amazing. that, that was, was amazing, that pass crazy play and and let's I mean, let's not overlook the the fourth down QB sneak that set up the the John yes. Brown touchdown pass that he fumbled the snap picked it up and willed the ball three yards past the line of scrimmage i mean what are you going to knock this guy for as you said jeff the punditry was watching the punditry is going to respond to this and and who can who can watch this game or, or what he's done over the last month and a half and say still questions remain with this this quarterback josh allen yeah you know i so go
1: ahead well i was just going to say that you know First of all, Josh Allen does really well when Tony Romo is announcing, and Tony Romo is a big Josh Allen fan now. Um uh, cuz he's now watched him play. He was, he was he was announcing when when we played Minnesota, uh and, he, and then and Air Allen was born. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's announcing now uh what probably our biggest, you know, national game. Our, our our biggest probably our biggest game in terms of the national media um I think ever because I think we limped into the playoffs uh 2 years ago and that game against Jacksonville was Pretty freaking ho hum. It was two bad teams that were playing bad, right? And so, uh, but this was, you know, two teams that have some high power, and and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, universal praise, not just Romo, uh, but obviously Phil Simms has loved Josh, Josh Allen from the get go. But uh, Boomer Esiason had nothing but good things to say. Um, everyone on the, you know, the the halftime show and the post game show had nothing but, and, and, and you know, that's what it was. It was the calm, the 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 fact that the guy was just standing back there. And there were times when he got pressure and there were times when he took sacks and was okay with that, you know, and and, uh, you know, he didn't make dumb moves. He didn't uh, he didn't panic. That was the thing. It's just the guy was cool as a cucumber. And I will say even little things, technique things like his handoffs to the to the running backs were just so much more fluid. Like there wasn't this, oh, I can't decide if I'm going to hold on to it or let go. Um, like the running backs got the ball quickly or he, he held onto the ball quickly. You know, there wasn't this like pause and thinking about it. Um, I just thought that, you know, Josh's game was just so solid. And the other thing that was really impressive was the timing of his throws. You know, too often we've seen not bad throws from Josh Allen, but uh, throws that limited yards after the catch because maybe they were a little bit behind the receiver. Uh, not everybody in the NFL does that. Uh, but today, I actually saw several plays where they were right in stride. Um, and it was, you know, that, there was there was one play, I think it was either to, to um, Isaiah McKenzie or maybe Robert Foster, where it was perfectly in stride. And the man literally tripped on his own feet on the field.
0: Isaiah McKenzie, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, I didn't McKenzie. understand that.
1: But I was like, you know, we have so much trouble with this guy hitting people in stride, or we kind of did. And this game, he's doing it perfectly, and this is how you guys repay him. So, uh, but yeah, no, I just thought, I just thought the mechanics, I thought everything and and, and the calm and the, the command of, you know, what is not a bad defense, you know, they're not world, they're not like their offense, but, but, but it was just, it was just incredible. Um, so um, can I go on to my, uh, or do you want to talk more? Let's talk more about Josh Allen if we want.
2: Let me just, let me just put a little, a little ribbon on or a little uh, t- tied up with a bow a little bit there. And Lars, you called out a play, um, which I think really is sort of like, Josh Allen in a nutshell, right? Which is that fourth down play. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm watching it. the highlight of it, actually, right now on TV. You know, it's funny. We, we, I'm sitting here with the family on Thanksgiving. Mrs. Day, uh, we've mentioned in previous comments, you know, she wanted to make mention that, that she thought that was the most pivotal play in the entire game. I agree. Um, and, and I think that that play in particular, <laughs> if you want to talk about a gamer, if you want to talk about a guy with a will to win, um, you know, it's funny, and I, and I contrast that a little bit. I don't know if you guys watched the Bears game earlier in the day, um, but there was, a, there was sort of a very, a very a, <laughs> a drastically different play that Mitchell Trubisky did not run for the first down on, um, which, which is not worth getting into. But, but that play for Josh Allen, um, you know, sort of really symbolizes what he's all about. And God, the way that he came up—that's why his teammates love him. Feliciano was right there in his face after that play. I mean, this is why the guys want to go to battle. I loved it. I loved that play.
0: Yeah, totally yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, I,
1: I was—I'm here at a house filled with Bills fans with, with Bears fans, and uh, they all came downstairs. Uh, my uh, my wife's brother and brother-in-law, um, they all came downstairs after the Bears game. Uh, they came over, and I was already started watching the Bills game, and you know, they all just kind of had this look that, yeah, the Bears won, but kind of like not that happy. And I was like, oh, it says Trubisky threw for three touchdowns in 300 yards. And they're like, he's still just not an NFL QB. He doesn't belong. Like, yeah, he made some plays and, you know, they got some yardage. But, um, you know, we almost lost to a, a, a you know, third string backup type of quarterback. And and just you you see him the throws he's making he just doesn't belong and they couldn't stop talking about the throws that Josh Allen was making they're like look at that like the the one touchdown pass to Cole Beasley they said look mm. at that he 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 ran forward he made people move because of his running ability and then he just with a flick of the wrist threw a bullet to that guy he's like this looks like a totally different quarterback than I saw, you know, when, when I've watched games with you last year. And, like, he looks like he belongs. Like, Mitch Trubisky does not look. And that's despite the stat line of three touchdowns and 300 yards. You know, Josh Allen has 231 yards. Still didn't break that 300 mark. Um, but his completion percentage was almost 80%, 79.2%, yeah. uh, with 9.6 yards per, uh, on average. But You know, the only person in this game that had a better QB rating than him was John Brown <laughs> with a 158.3 rating, uh, and 100% completion rated and one touchdown? So, um, but I think that like that's, I, I and mean, I think that people, that's what people are talking about, right? That um, that this guy looks not just like he belongs, but he might he might be elite.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Well, it's, um, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, that's hot. Let's <laughs> save that for next Sunday. More on that later. Um, all right. Well, who's your Jenny or your Jenny? Your the Bat Blue MVP of today's game.
1: So I am going to go ahead and say that um, this man has come along and he has done a great job. Um, I do want, I want to take two in case you guys don't take it, but um, so you can come back to me, but I'm going with that, Oliver. Um, there it is. Yep. I think this kid struggled and I think that's the reason why I'm so impressed with him. He struggled in the beginning as a rookie. He was highly touted. He was supposed to be the savior. He was supposed to be this amazing, you know, second coming of Aaron Donald uh, and he struggled in the beginning. He lost playing time to star. And then they had to bring in um, uh, the, the, the guy from the Chargers. I can't remember his name. Lujit. Lujit or whatever. Yeah. Um, who sounds a lot like Suji, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, anyways, so, um, but then over time, he got his feet underneath him. And, and over the past two games, maybe even three games, he's just become the force that we were expecting. Um, you know, just destroying interior alignment and getting to the QB um, playing smart on the run as well. I mean, there's other people on the defensive line that have also had their second coming that I'm ho- hopefully one of you guys will talk about, but man, Ed Oliver is coming into form as the player that we all dreamed he would be.
0: Yeah. Uh I second that. I mean, what does he have now? Did he have two sacks last week? Cause he had two today. And yeah,
1: he had two last week as well.
0: So, and one of them with today was a strip sack. Um, and yeah, you you know you alluded to it, so I'll 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 mention it here that Shaq Lawson, another a defensive player, um, that stepped up. And I want to talk about the defense altogether, but before we do, because I, I want to piggyback on a lot of what you said about Ed Oliver, to round out the rest of the Lebatt Blue MVPs. Come on, guys! Homecoming yep. game.
2: There it two is. Two straight
0: 100-yard games. Two yep. straight games with a touchdown. Cole Beasley. Yeah.
2: How absolutely. about it,
0: guys? How about it? And how about that post-game quote about, you know, no other place uh, playing with your family, coaches, wives, you know, kids, everybody, everybody's a family, everybody hangs out, everybody does stuff together. And he's, he said, I'm going to be here till the wheels fall off. Well, he keeps putting together performances like last week and this week. He can stay as long as he wants.
2: I thought in yeah. particular, too, with Cole today, you know, it looked like, again, you know, we utilized a lot of that, uh, you know, no huddle, you know, uh, getting up to the line quickly, there was a lot of communication pre-snap between Allen and Beasley today. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot. And, you know, clearly, clearly, like last week, for whatever reason, I don't know who the cornerback was going up against Brown today. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they felt like that wasn't the best matchup. Uh, matchup Because clearly the, the, the intent today from a, 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 a throwing standpoint was to take advantage of the Cole Beasley mismatch. And whether it's Allen and him just getting a better rapport, obviously he had the sort of the "quote-unquote" revenge game today. What a great, great game for him! I mean, and Lars, I'm glad you mentioned him. Just again, talk about we're happy for Allen. I think we're also really happy for Beasley. How fun it is to watch a guy like that, you know, put up 110 yards and one TD against his former team.
0: Love it. And you know, let's go back now. Ed Oliver, Shaq Lawson, Trent Murphy even got in on the action today. Hell, um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, we saw it after the first drive, I, I I thought, well, you know, best case scenario, this is like the Giants game where they just kinda of march down the field and then we lock it down. And then I thought, yeah, but that that's not gonna happen. This is the best offense in the league. Yeah, exactly. This is be... but then it happened. It's and then okay, it happened. Adam. I mean, this defense is not like the, it's not like the Niners where they're steamrolling through quarterbacks and the ball's all over the field and they're scooping and scoring. And, and we've been so frustrated. We talked about it during the game today about like, when are they going to make the game changing play? But the truth is they may not be making game. They may not be game changers, but they are game controllers and they just kind of don't let you do anything. And. You know, it's it's been it, we needed it for the first part of the season with Josh Allen sort of taking a little bit to find his stride, but now that the offense is clicking, I, I'm just gonna say it, and we're, we're it'll 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 make itself known next Sunday. I don't think there's a team in this league that we can't beat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It's pretty wild to be able to say that and believe it, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, the the defense, like they just they're just good. You know, yeah, like I said, like they don't. They don't just—they're not getting six sacks a game. We're not—we're not—we have like drastically few turnovers now. They got some big ones today that the offense nearly squandered badly, um, but they just—they just shut it down. I, I think, think my wheels,
2: favorite comment by Romo today. You know, we all—we all, we all love a good Romo game, a Romo <laughs> commentated game. But my favorite comment that he said today had nothing to do with the exynoses of the game. He said this is not the same Buffalo team that most of you are familiar with, mm. yep. you know? And he said, and I forget exactly at what point it was. I forget exactly the words, but he said, you know, cause that, you know, the national perception of Buffalo, same old bills, you know, there's not a very good team, et cetera. And he Bumbling made a bills, point,
1: right?
2: Yeah. You know, and I think he made a point today to sort of say, Hey world, um, this is not the same old Buffalo team that you've been used to seeing. and, Again, coming from Romo, just who we, I think, all respect. And just in today's environment, that was, that got my juices flowing pretty good today.
0: Love it. Yeah,
1: and I, I will say that, you know, this defense, the other person that really deserves a lot of credit, the players are playing great. I think Leslie Frazier and, 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 yeah. and John McDermott, I mean, the adjustments they're making, when we, you know, we gave up that long drive, right? And it looked like we were hapless. It looked like, oh, man, these guys, these guys, these, they got our number. And, you know, we talk about this concept of like, oh, it's players make plays. Players make plays, right? It, to me, I think that players make plays when they're put in the position to make plays. Um, you know, we a lot of times talk about, you know, the, on the offensive side of is it the play calling versus is it the, is it the execution? Um, and I think that there was very clearly a change in the way that we were playing defense that we adjusted to as the game went on. Um, the ability of Ezekiel Elliott to be successful was decreased. Now, granted, part of that was because they started to get behind. Um, but still, even then, his running wasn't as good. He had 55 yards in the first half, uh, and then he has 71 total by the end of the game, which is very similar to actually what happened last week. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 we dialed up the, the blitz more against Dak Prescott. Granted, again, because they got behind, but there's a reason they got behind. It's because after that first score... Um, when they weren't far, far behind, we started shutting them down um, and so I think that you know someone 's going to start talking about Leslie Frazier leaving us um, and and I think that 's going to suck and i 'm glad we have a defensive minded coach uh, that can kind of continue that continue that run uh, but this defense is is elite i mean we 've played some good offenses and you know and and, and now we 've played the best offense um, and though they put up three hundred and forty three yards passing or or whatever the total was um they weren't effective right i mean it's great to run down the field but if you don't score points you're not an effective offense and so um our numbers will get hurt with the um with you know the passing yards against but man those points against are still going to look really darn good uh even though we played uh a team like dallas
2: jeff anything else to add on the d no i mean you said it well Suji. you know i think it comes down to you're right the 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 yards you know the dad I and mean, as soon as this game ended you know our family around the thanksgiving table was like whose stat line would you rather you know like it was sort of like the Dak prescott versus josh allen stat line and, and this is where like stat lines can sometimes be so so misleading um but you're right like so much of those yardages where it only matters you know how when, when you close the deal and and when you give up you know he fumbled the ball twice right um mm-hmm. is it two fumbles or one fumble um, am I am I losing it? One fumble. He had uh, two fumbles,
1: only lost one.
2: You're right. Two fumbles, one interception. Should have been a second interception if it was not for a sort of a phantom Jordan Phillips, you know. Yeah, um, yeah the Baseball against the QB. Um, that should have been a, a pick for uh, Hyde. Um, no, I mean, you said it well. Th- this defense is, and I think, Lars, well, as as you said it too. I, you know, this defense is not to be confused with the, you know, the Ravens of old or, you know, some of those elite scary defenses. Um, we don't quite play like that. But what Frazier and McDermott have created this defense to do is exactly like you guys said it. You know, we might give up some plays, but we're going to hold teams to under 20 points and under 17 points most of the time. Yeah. And as our offense, as you mentioned here, is starting to find its groove in the last three weeks since um, Dable went up top to the booth and we've been, we've been installing more of this no huddle. Um, and getting to the line of scrimmage in a timely manner so that Josh can change the play. Look out. We have looked more potent. We've looked more together. We're completing more drives. Um, we've gotten Beasley more involved these last weeks. I mean, the, the, you talk about teams you want to start, you want to play some of your best football in November. Well, listen up, world. We've played some of our best football in the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, and yeah, when, we, has, we when are, has that happened? when, when has a the, scary
1: team to come up against right now.
0: Well, okay. Let's get into it then. Or, or not. You tell so me. So
1: I, I want to say, say one other thing, and, and that's the, you know, now who do you take away, right? The, the goal has always been to, okay, so take away John Brown because he's, you know, leading the AFC in, as a wide receiver in, in yardage. But the past two games, even though he's had, mm, meh, games, he's, you know, scored a touchdown. This time he threw for a freaking touchdown. Uh, and Cole Beasley has gone off, right? And, you know... We always are saying that we, we need our next QB1, but Eric Wood said this is a complete team. He's like, the players that we have here, like you alluded to last week, Lars, uh, the players that we have here, the receivers that we have here, they're not so bad. Uh, right. Would we benefit from some more talent? Yeah, probably. Um, but I think that this is a team, you know, like you guys have said, that doesn't make a lot of mistakes on defense, you know? which makes them uh, able to play fast. They're, I think they're more simple. They're, 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 they're clear what they have to do, which allows them to make adjustments easily because of the fact that their scheme is not so complicated that if you have to change something, you're you know, opening up a whole new encyclopedia in your brain. Um, and so I just think that, I mean, that's, it's, just, it's just a super exciting time to be a Bills fan. Mm. Um, this, is not, this is not the Bills team that uh, the rest of the world thinks about. Uh, and now the rest of the world sees that
0: this is not the same Bills team. No, nine and three. And, okay, we talked about this week was a huge test. This was a game that the whole world was watching. And now we have an even bigger test coming up 10 days from now. Do we even want to get into the Baltimore Ravens coming to Buffalo next Sunday? <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm because, because this whole thing could come, 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 right come right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's enjoy this one because this could come crashing down real fast. And, yeah, yeah. And if it I mean, doesn't... let's see,
1: but let's see what San Francisco does against Baltimore, right? Let's see if they've dialed up some game plan to shut down Lamar Jackson. Because man, that would be nice. Uh, you know, like who they're good. playing on Sunday? Yeah, they're playing San Francisco.
0: Oh, that's gonna be a sweet game.
1: That's gonna be an amazing game, right? Um, and but it also may expose a lot of things that we can use to exploit Baltimore. Um, wow, I my think confidence that, doubled. Yeah. I, I just think that, um, that I think that you know we will play them better than we thought that we would play them. I think the team that I want to go up against again is freaking New England. Yes. Um, I'm 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 ready. I saw them play Baltimore not well. Every Patriots fan I talk to, which I don't like to talk to a lot of them, but 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 when I do talk to them, they're like, dude, there's something wrong with our offense. Our offense is a mess. Our offense is a mess. Well, here we went up against Denver. We went up against Dallas. Two good defenses, maybe not elite, the same, you know, as the Patriots, but we held the the Patriots to within a touchdown, right? We were right there at the end, and this is nowhere near the Bills team now than than the Bills team that we played back then. This offense is completely different, <laughs> um, right? And so, I mean, that's the team. That's the extra win that we then expect, besides this one, which I think a lot of us didn't expect, um, I think that might be the extra win that we get. And frankly, man, would I much rather have that win against New England than, the, than a win against Baltimore.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do next week to record and, and what everybody's schedules are. Uh, of course, very thankful today on Thanksgiving for uh, a big win in Dallas. Thankful to have you guys to talk to you. For all for all, all of our fans. Jeff, anything else to add before we wrap it?
2: No, nah, you what? said it, man. What a, what a great Thanksgiving. Thankful for you guys. Thankful for Bills Nation. Uh, just a great day. What a great day to be a Bills fan.
1: Yeah, well, I, I want to
2: say, say one
1: thing, and that's, that, you know, this is, um, this is Bills and Beers, and, uh, you know, we weren't oh, yeah. talking about the Bills, that's but we just so while drinking beer, and I've been on call, but there's a couple beers that are here at uh, uh, Casa de Vidge, my uh, in-law's house. Uh, one of them is, you know, we've talked about Bitter Pops a lot. Um, One of them I brought for my Um, brother-in-law. It is a collaboration beer from Bitter Pops and Noon Whistle called The Story of My Life. It's a northeast indo ale, so it's hazy, which I'm not too thrilled about, but it's delicious. It's uh, pretty crushable despite it being 6.7%. And um, it's one one of the many beers that's in their advent calendar that I mentioned last week. One of the, 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 I think, the 10 beers that they they, they specifically brewed for their advent calendar. Uh, but it's delicious. And uh, I'll plug that. And then the other one my brother-in-law brought over, uh, which is something I've talked about before. If uh, The people that are living a low-carb lifestyle like myself, Dogfish Head has a 3.6 grams of carbs, 95 calories IPA. And you would think that, you know, my God, that's worse than a Michelob Ultra. Why would you? I mean, it's like Cassie Hutton suddenly, like her ears popped up and was like, <laughs> ooh. Well, no, but Cassie and Jeff probably wouldn't like this because it actually tastes like a legit pale ale. Um, it's made with monk fruit, uh, which is, is a, a non-calorie sweetener. And it's 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 delicious. So any of you guys that, you know, want, want want to kill off the calories, want to kill off the carbs, but still want a real beer, not like a Michelob Ultra that Jeff would drink uh, <laughs> then
2: go after that. What about you, Jeff? What were you drinking down there? Oh, I'm drinking Celebratory Old Fashions right now. Nice. We're on the liquor, liquor trade <laughs> now, baby. As you Amen. should.
0: And Suge, you'd be happy to know um, I am enjoying a Shiner Bach cheer.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Are you on the night now?
0: You bet I am. Hey, uh, while I have you here, can I just make it straight up there? Tell me I can mix it with Splenda or honey. Can I just shoot it down my throat?
1: Uh, you You have to mix it or you don't have to? Is that what
0: you're asking they're telling me I have, have to, I'm asking you, do I? Well,
1: uh, the issue is that you need to distribute it throughout the esophagus, right? And otherwise it'll just end up at the very top of your, your, your,
0: uh, your, your throat. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. So. Okay. I'm going to be going through honey like candy. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah shinenerbach cheer. a great beer to be having this time of year. I am on the uh, whatever and all to uh, keep my esophagus in line for now so I can enjoy a cold one. and I hope everybody in Bill's nation enjoys a cold one and enjoys this win for the next ten days. Yes, sir. Lord knows what's gonna happen when Baltimore comes to town. so let's uh let's be happy while we're ahead. We're nine and three. We are, I mean, and barring catastrophe, and catastrophe is always possible, although not necessarily likely, we're probably going hey, to Hey, these playoffs. are not
1: the same Bills, right? We don't live in Catastropheville anymore.
0: That, that's right. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to your families and to all of our listeners. Uh, Sujit, Bill, it's been great talking to you guys. Go Bills.
2: And Jeff. Happy Jeff.
0: Exactly, Bill. Yeah, Bill is MIA. Sujit and yeah, Jeff, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Bills.
2: Cheers, Love guys. you all. Bye. Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The
0: bills make me wanna shout.